Podcast. I am Fish, and I am Steve, and we are here doing another week's worth of the podcast on this day mm. where we honor our veterans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we honor our fallen veterans most particularly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's a complicated issue this whole Memorial Day, and so is you know militarism, etc. So yeah. we don't get into touchy areas, but uh, yeah, for those who laid down their life for all the best of intentions, uh, God knows it's right to, to honor anybody. That includes people who were not who have laid down their lives in other ways for their country that doesn't include military work. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's all there. It should all be recognized. A, a country that was uh, built on, uh, on, on, on freedoms, right? Whose freedoms? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's Oh, those that. freedoms. Hey, listen, before we get too deep into it, uh, we want to yes. thank uh, Serious Natural Remedies yes, for sponsoring you, the podcast. C-E-R-E-S. Uh, yep. Mocha Joe's, mm-hmm. and now in pod. I'll slurp to that. Cast form. See, that was much better than one I had last week. Where I've been working my slurp. sounded like I was choking a snake. <laughs> <laughs> trying to... Trying to pay homage to our sponsors. Hey, don't forget to like us on the Facebook. Uh, you can Please. always follow us by going to theearspoon.com. That's us. All right. Uh, I've had people ask me a lot around here locally about it, so I'm, I'm excited to see people excited about yeah, it. Yeah, you can, uh, wherever you uh, listen to your podcast, you will be able to find us. So uh, please, by all means, go in, like, make comments, send us an email. Mm-hmm. It's all on the, uh, again, on the website, theearspoon.com. All right, all right let, let, let's drill into it. Let's please. All right. So uh, what we want to talk about today is the federal government has placed thousands of unaccompanied immigrant children in their homes of sponsors, uh, but last year lost 1,500 of them. Now, I- I'm going to say this right out of the gate. When I first saw this, th- you know what? They didn't get lost. The paperwork probably got lost, but still, you can't find these. These kids are still out there. There's no room for error here. Yeah. No, no, I'm not, I'm not arguing, but I mean, they're somewhere. Yeah. Just now, we just you know we just don't know where you you're you're going through moving. We just talked oh, about that. All your stuff is somewhere. I lost a few children, <laughs> but, but you don't know where. It is true, and well, I mean, it's worth asking the question. If you take the responsibility for by virtue of policy or law or what have you to say, here is the kind of intervening we will do for immigrants, legal and otherwise, then the onus is on you to follow through to do it without error, without any errors. Fifteen. Right. If, 15 is one thing, 1,500 is another. Yeah, and that's a big number. And and we can also drill in and really kind of the, the angle. Of, this just gives us a leap-off point, a catalyst, if you will, mm-hmm. to kind of start the conversation. Why are we ripping families apart now, mm-hmm. Monfure? There you I'm go. Sorry. No, but you're right. I mean, funny you should say, as Sean King said something about it yesterday, is like this is the same sort of stuff that happened during slavery, that happened in, at the concentration camps. It's a psychological war, and it is a psychological affront to remove children from their <clears throat> excuse me from their parents, and it has a as I presume a deterrent effect. Presumably, I don't know if you've seen any of these pictures of some of these children in cages. Yeah, in Arizona, there's a really nice uh, place they set up for them where they're all sort of sleeping on like makeshift yep. cots and stuff with uh, with this very same blanket. Uh, if, if you're not familiar, I'm an endurance athlete, mm-hmm. um, and at the end of your race, they hand you this thing. Looks like a big aluminum piece of aluminum foil mm-hmm. and i was looking at these going oh my god these 
they're sleeping with heat blankets, which are basically paper thin things that are supposed to reflect the heat back onto you. Right. There's another variable there. They keep the places uncomfortably cold. I was reading, and I, we, I can post the article that I saw, but somebody who has actually lots and lots of photos of these, uh, I almost facetiously call it a concentration camp, and it's arguably a similar thing, yeah. like the Japanese internment camps. Mm-hmm. But uh, they <clears throat> presumably keep those uh, places so cold that you need those blankets and it makes you not want to be there. Well, okay, then just give them back to their parents and uh, so that. And, and, and we're all good. It's the thing that troubles me about and the 1,500 missing children, and I was reading a, 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 and sent to you a, a Twitter uh, uh, thread from, good Lord, I'll forget her name now. Josie but, Duffy yeah. Rice. Thank you. Let me, let me I'll just, please have it here. Oh, good. Um, uh, now, now that we're all on, uh, all on Twitter because of this game, I'm making a public service announcement, all capitals, please stop sharing that story about 1,500 missing kids. No more screaming caps. The outrage I've seen is a, as a result of the total misinterpretation and could seriously threaten the children you want to save. Yeah, and she goes on to make a pretty strong point about that there's a lot of semantics and, and, and bureaucratic blah, blah, blah in here. Uh, and that it isn't as dramatic as it sounds, but she's also at the same time entirely pushing back on this policy and entirely in support of these children and trying to make sure that they're safe in the process. So... Here's the thing. I mean, at what point um, do you start playing it safe uh, in an unsafe environment? So Mm. we're in an unsafe environment. So I think um, making this thing into exactly what it is, which is a travesty to the human race, to human rights, Mm -hmm. to everything that we've based on our country – you know, again, the the very thought of of pulling a baby out of its mother's arms so that yeah. they could go to this and, and again, I'm, I'm just I'm going to start using these harsh terms. Please internment do. camp. Yep. Yeah, know? that's okay. I think that's fair. And and uh, sending that the child left while the mother goes right. right. Uh, at, at what point do did we start to develop this disconnect to human emotion? People often wondered about how Nazi Germany took place, and it didn't happen overnight. It was a slow crawl Mm -hmm. up to this stuff. Mm -hmm. But people had to go to work. The brown shirts and others had to go to the camps and do these horrible things. Now, ICE, that hasn't existed for longer than 2003, uh, has become the new Gestapo, has become the new Stasi. And so these people are showing up to work, and literally their job is to say, you, parent, you, child, separate and we won't tell you where each other is would you like to know what their mission is just please i happen to have it right here in front of me in in our show notes let me read uh the i this is strictly this is right off of the ice.gov website Mm -hmm. their mission statement to identify arrest and remove aliens who present a danger to national security or are a risk to public safety as well as those who enter the United States illegally or otherwise undermine the integrity of our immigration laws and our border control efforts. Enforcement and removal operations, E-R-O, upholds American immigration laws at, within, and beyond our borders through efficient enforcements and removal operations. (sighs) Yeah, so here we are having this conversation on Memorial Day. Here we are having this discussion in the light of honoring those who 
I would I will say allegedly gave their lives for the freedoms that this com- country right. uh, allegedly esteems. Home of the free because of the brave, right? So to speak. Uh, you know, again, I would argue that there's not been a soldier deployed since 1945 that was doing anything in the name of freedom is largely about corporate profits. But that's another argument yeah, for another day. And, and it's not. And again, that is not said with a disrespectful no. tone. No, not in the least. I have I know and am friends with many veterans. My dad was a veteran. I totally understand the heart and the guts that it takes to step up and do that thing. I just don't take orders well. No. I never would. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Uh, so for those who can, super duper, proud, you know, uh, uh, and all that. But I'm saying the ideals that you allegedly went to uh, to put your uniform on to support are being crapped upon. And here we are. And this president and this administration in this current moment in in U.S. history will be looked upon, if we should survive this as a species, will be looked upon as a stain of some of the worst stuff we ever were in our entire history. Right Right. now, we're living it. And the utter disconnect, again, back to just the raw human emotion of pulling families apart, making them powerless, pounding them into the ground like an unwanted nail. It's, I just, I can't believe that we're here. We're monsters. We collectively are monsters. And then in the middle of all this fucking shit that's going on. Sorry, John. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Pops. Um, Ivanka Trump. Don't, don't. I, sometimes I get to forget about her and then someone says her name again. Yeah, I'm sorry. Here we go. Uh, She posted, she tweeted out a picture of her and her child. (laughs) <laughs> in the middle of all this with uh, complete and utter disconnect to what is going on. Got mine. <laughs> yeah, here's mine. Look at that, pretty and white. <laughs> I know we're safe. Oh, mercy. So, again, I would suggest that some of this is, and here's what I think is being, what the setup is, is now I see this morning that this so-called president is tweeting and blaming this policy on, on Democrats, o- on Obama, and Obama, and Democrats, and then he's going to say, "Well, if you don't Lock want her up, right? If you don't want this to happen, the separating children, you're going to need to build this wall. You watch mm-hmm. within the next few days. This is what we're going to hear." Well, it's really this shouldn't be a problem because Mexico's still paying for that, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they they just left the checkbook open. Yeah, here you go. Yeah, here. Pen- how can we help? Here you go, pendejo. Como se dice, orange fascist. Oh man. So yeah, I mean, just the but Ivanka, just the completely. I mean, how freaking tone deaf are you? Well, she's the she's the daughter of this nitwit. Right. I mean, I don't expect much from her. You know, oh. she's or any of them for that matter. They're vacuous as can be, and probably going to jail, which mm-hmm. would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, M- Mueller just I mean, just knocking them down one by one by well, one. Well, I'm by telling one. you, this story, this children separated story, and the missing children, and all this stuff that's happening now, like we can't even keep up with the torrent of horrifying news that comes out of this administration in this current moment. But I'm telling you right now, this is the sort of moment where we need to stop business as usual and stop watching and allowing the decay of fundamental democratic institutions and ideas. They are crapping on this stuff. This smells so much like totalitarianism. This smells so much like authoritarianism. And I'm telling you now, we are one terror event away from the clampdown. And you know, imagine it now, something like 9-11, something worse than 9-11, you know, a a nuclear bomb goes off in Omaha, whatever, 
And there is your reason. Just like Hitler had the Reichstag fire to say, well, we're just going to have to clamp down. We've got to be safe, you know. I can tell you right now with this current circumstance and this dude in the White House and all of his enablers, including the Republican Party, that's when the clampdown could. And I'm not trying to throw conspiracy crap on it, but I'm saying we. this is a perfect setup and a perfect moment for that sort of thing. And yeah. I can see it happening. No, 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 no. I, I completely wholeheartedly agree with you. It's just... And th- these are the things. So when when uh, Josie Duffy Rice mm-hmm. um, says, you know, stop, I I'm, I want to rail back and say mm-hmm. no, heat it out. Yeah. The more people that know about it, whether it's um, the fact is this is happening. Whether the fifteen hundred and I get it from a legal thing, and I read a, a majority yep. of the thread. Yep. You know, she's she's clearly smart. She's clearly on the right side of this argument. Mm-hmm. Other than the fact of what the hell is it going to take? Yeah, you know, I, and, I hear and, what you're saying, and, I, and you have to engage. Everything is uh, you. You have to. You have to broadcast in tonnage what is going on here in order to get your and to get your message sought. This yeah. is happening. Yeah. Families are being ripped apart. Families are being ripped apart yeah. as a result of this administration. Wow, wow, yeah, and it, and again, I can't even keep up with what happens in the previous weeks and months. And so this is the next thing, and what's next week? And in the meantime, we're really showing ourselves as flaccid yeah. in the middle of all this. Mm-hmm. As a, you know, where's the general strike? <clears throat> Where are the people in the streets? Where is the shutdown? Where is the response? And most of Europe and, and the rest of the world's going, what's it gonna take you people? Yeah, oh my God. You know? So yeah, it's, it, and it is, it's like a reality show. I was gonna Once say, again. so everybody's got their faces in the television going like, well, you know, it's all gonna work out. Like, you know, your country, yeah. for, and you wanna talk about Memorial Day, you wanna talk about veterans, your country needs you now. Like I'm not, I won't. I don't consider myself patriotic. There's a lot about. I know too much about U.S. history. So there's good and there's bad. Yes. Like with any country. Yep. Some of the bad is oh my god, horrible bad. Yeah. And and much of the good is like wow, it makes me feel good to be an American in those in those moments. Right. But you can't erase genocide and slavery. You can't erase that stuff and say well that was so far back. I'm just saying this is the moment where non-veterans, where non-military people, need to. You know, respond to the call. Their country right now is going swirling down the porcelain. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, it is. It, and you've got um, th- this thing that's uh, being driven by, as you call him, the orange fascist, uh, Cheeto Benito over there. Nice. Uh, and, uh, Cheeto Benito. <laughs> I love it. So, and and we are. I, I question whether I'm doing enough. Yeah, me too. I mean, what do you do? What does it take to get engaged? Now, you, I can engage anybody with the outrage mm-hmm. within the within the means of the conversation. Mm-hmm. I can engage that person and hold their attention for probably fifteen to twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. All right, so you'll go and you'll call your congressman tomorrow, and they may or may not, or they may just wake up and go, "Well, that's a lot of work." Mm-hmm. I signed can, a petition. Can I, just, can I just can I text them? Right. There is a lot. Well, the question is, how do you best apply yourself? And I, you know, I think in many ways, and for many people I know, don't have money to throw at things. Right. But there are organizations that could use that financial support that can do the work, including the ACLU, which is pushing back on a lot of this stuff. Right. And and if you think that just throwing them five bucks doesn't make a difference, you're wrong. It makes a sure difference. It five times five hundred times five thousand. Right. Becomes, it's just you know, it's a lot of money. Yeah. You know, you think I, uh, back when I raised, uh, I was raising money for the American Cancer Society here in Vermont, mm-hmm. and I called it the Drive for Five. Mm-hmm. If I could get everybody within our county mm-hmm. to donate five dollars, 
Yeah. Right? That's five times 40,000 people. That's exactly a lot right. of freaking money. Exactly right. So that's sometimes the best way to apply yourself. But I also think, you know, I keep hearing from people, well, you just wait till election time. Like, no, no. no. Well, you know, what's, what's the last report is like now, you know, that blue wave thing, that might not be coming now. Oh, my God. I mean, in the face of, this is what I mean. I mean, it, it, utterly flaccid response from liberals and progressives, an utterly flaccid response from the Democratic Party. Yeah. And here we are. Like, this, this is like T-ball. Dude, they're putting this right up on the tee. Just, just swing. Just, yeah. <laughs> you know, like. Keep your eye on it. Right. And, and hit it. And so all the indicators are, particularly with the millennials, is everybody, you know, the move is going progressive. The move is going left. The, the country is going left in many ways, despite what you see right now with Trump and Trump supporters. The, you know, the polling shifts, goes left and wants to go left, and the millennials especially want to go left. Right. So here we are with the Democratic Party going namby-pamby centrist, like Tom Perez, who endorsed Andrew Como the other day, saying, uh, oh, I don't endorse people, except for that guy. <laughs> we can't have the progressive <laughs> you, in there. Like, you, I saw what you did there. <laughs> so, like, where? Here is this opportunity to punch this shit in the face, and we're all, you know, going like, what? Well, you know, uh, what? Yeah, and no. I say, I mean, I'm being a little flippant because I know that there are people doing great work. And, yeah. and I know them by name and, and, and I know many organizations doing great work as well. So I don't want to crap on that. You know, and, and I think we do our part by kind of just kind of broadcasting it to the folks that we broadcast it to, the message. Hopefully yeah. people learn. I mean, but there there are there's more that we could be doing. And, and this thing is it, it's just start starting to look like the Third Reich all right. over again. I'm sorry. I don't mean to, I, I I don't want to be that person mm-hmm. that uh, is going to just say no, no. We're we're better than that, and I because I just don't think we are. The evidence points in the other way. I mean, frankly, you could make the argument going back way back, particularly from those who, from, from a non-white perspective, that this country has sort of always been that way. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's done good things in the world and so forth, but learn about imperialism. Learn about the banana wars. Learn about what we did in Central America. Learn about what we did to build this country. Like, what did Trump say the other day? Uh, we we don't want to, I'm paraphrasing, um, we don't want to you know, apologize for being America. We came to this land and tamed it. What does that land on a Native American like? You know, to tame these savages and right. steal their land. Like, good one, lord! One of my favorite memes is who made there's a uh, four or five ladies at a Trump rally, and they, each one of them was wearing a different word on their shirts and lined up. It said "Make America White Again." There it is. And then there's a right underneath it is a picture of a Native American going, "This was never white." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. So yeah, we got a lot to account for. We definitely do. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna switch topics when we come back. All right, we're gonna talk about taking a knee. Yes, please. All we right? should do this entire podcast on our knee. <laughs> the mics are the mics are too yeah. far away. We can shout. Hey, hand. Right. How, how does it sound from down here? Oh, it's much better. Okay. We'll take a knee next. Uh, but uh, first, we'll thank our sponsors: Serious Natural Remedies, C E R E S. Yes, Ceres. as in the Greek god of remedies. CBD, pro- yeah, probably. Yeah, of, probably. And, Greek uh, god and, of cannabis. <laughs> and Mocha Joe's, the, uh, the, the Greek, Greek god, god of, of coffee. Beans. This is the Ear Spoon with Fish and Steve. Ooh, wow. Series Natural Remedies offers New England's largest selection of CBD products for health and wellness. With over 60 brands, we represent all methods of CBD delivery, including extracts, capsules, edibles, vape, topical, body care, and beverage products infused with hemp. 
we bring together artisanal quality and science-based healing. Experience the healing benefits of CBD for people and pets. Visit us in Brattleboro or at our flagship store, 190 College Street, Burlington. Hey, Steve. Yeah? You know what my favorite thing is about doing the podcast? Yes, I do. What is it? Mocha Joe's. Oh, <laughs> you know me so well. You know me so well. You know, you can just, wherever you are, you can go to mochajoes.com and order your coffee. Yeah, fantastic. Quality human beings roasting, packing, and sending coffee all day long. And they do this all right here yep. in Vermont. Yay, Vermont coffee. Yeah. Because it's the climate for growing coffee. Wait, what? Well, nah, not so much. But they, they are fair trade folks. Yes, they are. All right. They have cool gear. Yep. The cool logo. I got a few myself. Yeah. You got you to gotta go and check it out. Most uh, Mocha Joe's Roasting Company. Find that at mochajoes.com. I love them. And that's who powers this podcast. That's right. Couldn't do it without them. Thank you. Thank you? No. Thank you. No, thank you. No. I think this time. Thanks, Mocha Joe's. Thanks, Mocha Joe's. This is Earspoon. You're home for the shit you're thinking anyway. Welcome back to the pod. It's Fish. And I'm Steve. You are Steve. And this is the Earspoon. Uh, not to be confused with mm. nothing else, really. It's pretty good. Spleen fork. <laughs> Spleen fork. That's good. Huh. Um, I want to thank uh, Series Natural Remedies and, of course, Mocha Joe's thank for... You. Bringing, uh, bring, bring, helping us bring the pod to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, you can always go to theearspoon.com. To As find, well, you should. And, and you should. You should you should bookmark that. It should pop up. And, mm-hmm. uh, and you can always find this wherever you listen to your podcast. Or your life will be less than it can be. It will be. All right. Uh, let's talk about taking a knee. Let's please. The NFL instituted the 15-yard penalty. <laughs> For uh, for teams taking taking a knee. Now, uh, the First Amendment clearly states that Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or press or the right for people to peacefully, uh, peaceably uh, to assemble and to petition the government uh, for a redress of great grievances. All right, so I, I bring that part of it up because I got into a little one of them there, uh, what you like to call Twitter wars. Boom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the person's response was, where does it say private business can't restrict free speech? Ooh. In the first fucking amendment. That. <laughs> That's where it says it right there. Mm-hmm. All right? If, if you don't think that any of that doesn't apply to anything, then you're foolish. Now, uh, we'll back it up. And we said this. We've addressed this in the pod before mm-hmm. where, uh, where where these stadiums in which these all these players play are in large part financed off your back. Mm-hmm. All yeah, right. exactly right. <laughs> right. Even if you don't go to a game or care to see a game or care anything about football, your tax dollars go to fund what ultimately is a multi-billion dollar entertainment right. company. Exactly. And and this is all to uh, probably one of the – he's got to be in the top ten most evil people on the face of the earth, Roger Goodell. Oh, yeah. He's pretty dark. He is really dark. Yeah. And and I know you were uh, looking at the, the, the notes. And one of the one of the truest forms you can see, if you want to see it firsthand, how Roger Goodell is dark, uh, watch the movie Concussion. Oh, about I haven't Dr. seen it. Yeah. You haven't? No, no. Oh, you have to see it. Uh, you have to see it. Sad. Yeah, it will. But uh, <laughs> no, Dr. Bennett uh, Amulu. Mm-hmm. was the guy who basically discovered CTE. Yeah, I read about it. All right. And, mm-hmm. and uh, did it. Uh, did it while um, examining the brain of, I think he was a nose tackle, Mike Webster for the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and how crazy he went and how he you know by the time he was done he was living in a pickup mm-hmm. drinking antifreeze just try, i mean just i mean because his brain wasn't functioning right you know yeah. 18 16 17 i don't know how long he played but into the teens years in his career taking these um collisions mm-hmm. right that oh um uh, you can be concussed i think at something like what is it 60 G's or mm. um, the average co- collision in a football field is like 100 G's. Okay. All right. And this is his job. And he's right in the center of Dude, I was it. a center. I know what a nose tackle does yeah. to a center. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> pro- arguably a nose tackle is my, pro- probably one of the most violent positions yes you know i i i, I patrolled on the on the right side or the mm. left side i was yeah. an outside linebacker yeah that's so, hard enough yeah <laughs> but, but i can is... avoid a lot of the fray i i i was the guy who could give you cte and i could yes. probably you know with a couple on, of steps coming yeah, at you yeah, too. yeah 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 i mean you know so when you get these things colliding yeah. it's there's no different when these two players collide as to you know, basically taking a sledgehammer Kinda, yeah. or a baseball bat to the head. I've had one concussion from football. That was enough. If you have multiples, you will get into organic, con- you know, mm-hmm. one, that could be argued for me in my single concussion. But uh, you get into, you know, obviously, as the film will tell you, some serious biological breakdown. Yeah. And I think um, um, uh, Dr. Uh, Amulu um, subscribed. Uh, Basically described what happens to the brain by pouring wet cement down into a uh, into a drain pipe or into a sink pipe, mm-hmm. and and letting it harden, yeah. and that that's what happens. So the brain kind of just hardens from the inside out, and it yeah. gives you um, just this irrational thing. And this is a man that was called Iron Mike, right? I mean, he was right. just he was a he was one of the baddest guys on a football field, and he just lost his thing. And the NFL's inability to accept responsibility, pay mm. this man's family, doing this now. I just saw an update on this just recently as a result of this 15-yard kneeling thing mm. came up where his family, his widow is basically homeless, couch surfing. His son, massive guy, is delivering pizza just to try to eat. You know, Let's also dovetail onto this the fact that these – all white owners but one, if I'm not mistaken, all white male owners or all white owners are getting together to make this rule because they're troubled by a nonviolent, quiet protest about something that's really real in our lives. Well, they can stay Yet, in the locker room. Right. Or they can stay in the locker room. Yet where is their response to domestic violence? Where is their response to their own employees being called out and jailed for really horrific crimes against women? Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Not a word, and right. so that stuff go, gets the buy. But where, you know, where, where are they having their meeting to talk about that particular problem? It doesn't occur. So this is about n- nothing says freedom like forced compliance, right? Right. <laughs> so. Exactly what I was thinking. That's exactly what I was thinking. So, um, and this all stems back, of course, to Colin Kaepernick taking a knee yeah. to basically say, you know, I don't like the way African Americans are treated. Right. And isn't that sort of the kind of free speech we're going to places like allegedly, I would say, as again, we're speaking about this on Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. Aren't these the values that we're trying to esteem as a nation that Th- says, we, I may not like what you're saying, but I, I protect your right and I, I respect your right to say what you need to say in the way you need to say it. 
Mm-hmm. And now we're in the jingoistic pushback of screaming, you know, like, Aah! and how this gets conflated with veterans, I'll never understand. Because it happens during the national anthem, which is arguably, if you ever see the missing verses, a pretty racist song. You know, yeah. it's pretty terrible in a lot of ways. But because it's iconic for people, they've stolen this story, which is about police brutality, and moved it over to some sort of referendum for whether you love your country or not. Right. And, and, Everybody, I feel, needs to be reminded that we are a country built on protest. We became a country because of our ability to protest and make things change. Now, somebody thinks that they are being an entire race of people are being treated unfairly and a a gentleman takes his knee Mm -hmm. and now he can't work anymore as a result of taking his knee. I, you know, financially, I think he's okay. Financially, he did play professional football, and he does have some endorsements, and he does have people who stand by him. So, you know, he is a guy who's in a real power position because he's not, you know, he, he can survive. Mm-hmm. So, good for him. And we were talking, and it wasn't, and a lost point, which you made, was a Green Beret oh, yes. goes by the name of Nate, Nate Boyer, Nate Boyer, thank you, was the one who told Kaepernick, "If you feel bad, you know, don't sit on the bench. Yep. Take a knee during the anthem." I'd forgotten a that veteran, yeah. a Green Beret, who, who initially in was a little uh, affronted by Kaepernick's stance and the sitting down stance, and then they sought each other out. Like, they went and had healthy dialogue like grown-ups do, people. Mm-hmm. And I say that to those not-hard listeners because they're probably like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But for those who can't get this, grown-ups can disagree. And those disagreeing grown-ups came together and said, so what's up, man? And he said, this is my deal, and here's my deal on that. And they came to a compromise that helped everyone, which was to say, I'm going to acknowledge this protest quietly and peaceably while this anthem happens so I can make the point that needs to be made because people are dying. Right. And I'm going to do it with a, in a way that respects veterans. No, you're not, citizen, because America flag. runs off the backs of the broken. Uh, and, right. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know? But then you get people conflating this jingoistic, nationalistic bullshit instead of saying, yeah, you're right. This is horrifying what's happening to young black people, to mm-hmm. black people in general, uh, people of color, let's say. Right. And this is a, a good way to say, hey, people, let's don't forget this. All right, on with the game. Instead, it's a referendum on whether or not you're a good person, you know? And that is it, – I, it bothers me because it's factually incorrect, but it also steals the narrative from what's supposed to be the focus here. And we're talking about flags, and we're talking about patriotism, we're talking about veterans. It's got nothing to do with it. Right. No, it does. It has everything to do with it because that's what they now they're controlling the narrative on. Exactly. It. They have the louder yeah. microphone. Um, let's get into this. Let's not forget about mm. Tim Tebow. <laughs> oh, can't we? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish we could. Please. I wish we could. Uh, that he kneeled in protest of abortion during the national anthem in 2012. Uh, he was praised for being a model American for doing that. Mm-hmm. Then he was given three new NFL contracts in addition to a Major League Baseball contract. Mm-hmm. And this guy sucks. Mm-hmm. He scrambled. He threw wildly. Mm-hmm. He couldn't, you know, I mean, the, the Denver Broncos were just like, wow, uh, yeah, uh, we're going to ride this because he's putting asses in the seats right now. Exactly. But this 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 style of play is not going to last. And again, I like to throw this in always. S- professional sports, including football, are entertainment mm-hmm. only. It yeah. doesn't mean anything in the world at all. It's now, just for entertainment. Now, Colin Kaepernick 
mm-hmm. who is capable. Quite. Very capable. He's a good quarterback. He did lose his starting position as somebody else came in. That happens. As quarterbacks can do. Yep, yep. Uh, but he clearly stated that his protest had nothing to do with the flag or the military. Exactly. Tim Tebow uh, specifically said that he couldn't stand for a flag that allowed for abortion. <laughs> Which is just straight up stupid. But right. Okay. okay. You know. uh, and if you can't see the hypocrisy, mm-hmm. <laughs> you well, too are tone deaf. <laughs> let's see. Let's, I'm picturing Kaepernick and I'm picturing Tim Tebow. What's different about them? Um well, one has very large hair. They both have fabulous heads of hair. Fabulous, fabulous heads right, of hair. Right. Oh, but, I know. Oh. It's skin tone. Oh, see, I was gonna say, I was gonna say Denver. I was gonna say AFC and NFC. Oh, but I, I, was, I was, but I was wrong. You were right. I think that has more to do with it than an AFC so. NFC thing. But you can easily crap on people of color who stand up to make, like, for example, again, going back to the orange fascists, as we so often do. Who's driving the Who's driving the narrative on this as well. Exactly. So I forget the guy's name, James Ray. I can't remember his name, who in the Waffle House burned his hands, stopping people from being killed by lunging at this shooter and literally saved lives. Not a word out of the White House. Tommy Lauren, who I, I can't stand the sight or sound of, gets water thrown on her shoulder, and he's tweeting all about it inviting, and inviting her to the White House. What's the difference? Hmm. Mm. And I'm saying, like, this is the approach. It's out loud, people. Wait, did she play football? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I sure hope so, because yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing a few <laughs> highlight videos of that. <laughs> oh, Just saying. Man. So I'm saying like the response usually reflects what our values are. And even if you're not, even if you're a conservative, quasi-racist person, one would think in a country like this, you'd go like, I don't agree with what you're saying and it bothers me, but you go for it. What did Kennedy say? One of the Kennedys, you know, who said, you know, I, I disagree wholeheartedly with what you say, but I, de- it, I defend to, your de- to the death your right to say it. Oh, I thought they said, I thought she could swim. Ooh, Ooh. ouch. Yeah. And now in theaters. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, a despicable moment yeah, in life. Yeah, yeah, so. but, You know, I mean, look, they all have them. They all have them. Not, 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 there's not a, one of them amongst us who are pure right to their core. Hmm. You know, so. Uh, not looking for pure, just looking for good enough and yeah, not an asshole. Come on. That's all. <laughs> that's basically, that's basically it. Just, just, just don't be an asshole. What, yeah. Your job every day is to wake up, number one, right. and number two, don't be a dick. Yes. <laughs> all right. <laughs> takes care of all the commandments. It you know? does. Okay. It really <laughs> does. You don't, need, you don't need them all. It's just, you know, two jobs. You have two things to do every day. Wake up right. and then don't be a dick while you're awake. <laughs> so I guess the question, coming back to the kneeling thing, is I'm trying to figure out why people who don't like that happening need to find something and a reason and a leverage, a crowbar to say, this shouldn't happen because. And every reason they say, from flags to veterans to all this stuff, is a non-thing. It's irrational, illogical. It's not a connectoid to that that protest, that peaceful, nonviolent protest that a person is doing just for his own well-being and to, to send a message to, also send a message to young people of color to mm-hmm. say, "Hey, I'm making this. I'm I'm a well-known millionaire sports person, and I'm taking my time and great risk and jeopardizing his own career to say this is that important." What is the urge that people? particularly white people, <laughs> saying, like, we can't have him do that. You know, uh, football owners, we can't have them do this. You know, like, why would you stop that from happening? Well, exactly. A couple of things. I mean, if you want to play it smart, just ignore it. 
Yeah. All you're doing is amplifying the conversation. And I love that. I love that this is up in front r- right now. But I, what I don't love is the dumb involved in it. Right. I don't mind disagreeing. As a matter of fact, you know, disagreements I have people on this very issue is I want to be able to say, like, now, do you see how complicated an issue this is? And then it comes down to your own personal ethic, morals, philosophies, et cetera. Can't we just agree that everybody interprets the world in a different way and their right to express that interpretation should always be protected. Yeah, and you should always be able to do something that betters you, betters your race, betters your family, betters your dog. You should just be allowed to do it. And it fits into the ethos and the, the let, frame. Let, let, let me just throw this in. As long as you're not hurting anybody while you're doing it. Naturally. I think that should be an important addendum. Well, you know, I just, I feel like we live in an age where I have to qualify that. I know. It's a weird time. It's it really a weird is. time. So, but I, yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly. And I think that this sort of protest is quintessentially, as I've seen, there are articles on veterans in full support of Colin Kaepernick and others who have done this. Right. But this is quintessentially, it's, this is the part of America, an American America. that I love, that I relate to, that says, I'm not trying to take anything more than I got coming to me, and I'm tr- not trying to be a dick about this. I'm trying to say, these are important issues that relate to tremendous suffering. I'm in a nonviolent way communicating to the rest of the world, hey, this is a value. We're in violation of our fundamental ideals, and we need to attend to this, please. Yeah. That can't be a bad thing. And if you say, oh, you hate our veterans. Oh, you hate our flag. Oh, you hate our country. This is stupid. It's just, yeah. I'm sorry, but it's just it stupid. stupid. <laughs> you it know, really like, is. Try it's another a, argument. It's a level of dumb. It, it's it's that flashpoint thing. It's that, yeah. uh, what do you call it when you just say Hitler? And what's A that? Godwin's law. A Godwin's law, <laughs> right? It, it, it's just like this new form of Godwin's law. Yeah. You know, you hate the flag. <laughs> what? No, that, that didn't work. But H- can Hitler. You, <laughs> but can you smell the nationalism in that? Uh. Can you smell that sort of like, you know, you comply or get lost? You know, America, love it or leave it. It's like the best things that came out of this country. And in retrospect, we see this historically are when people said during the McCarthy era, era no, fuck you. You right. don't get to do that to me. No. You know, or during the Vietnam War where people are out in the streets, a civil rights movement. No, sort of gently, because I think of Martin Luther King, kind of fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, no, we're not going to come take more than we want. We're not going to be violent about it, but we're going to stand our ground right here. And that is the best thing about this country. And that's the stuff that makes me feel patriotic, which is rare. That's a good place to add. Let, let's end it right there before we, you go off on a tangent. And tack five more minutes on Oh, I'll this keep thing. talking once you turn this damn thing off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that is going to do it for us. That's a perfect place to leave it. Just, just be conscious that these things are happening. And allow for others that disagree with you. That includes for me on the far left to say. Civil discourse. Right. But please, above all things, be rational in what you're coming about. And be rational and tie it to something real. Always make your points with memes. That's my favorite. Yes, that's definitely. Well, honestly, I mean, I I hear that a lot. Sometimes (laughs) it's very effective because people don't read articles. I know they don't. It's sad. It's sad. All right, that's going to do it for us. Uh, Thanks to Serious Natural Remedies for sponsoring the podcast. Mocha Joe's for sponsoring the podcast. Mm -hmm. Go to theearspoon.com. I will. To see all of them. Yep. Uh, And, of course, you can just download it wherever... wherever you get your podcast. And I'm going to get in the habit of uh, posting more links to some of the things we drop into our conversation yeah. so people can follow yeah, on, the threads. On Facebook. Yes. That's a good place Facebook to do it. And on Twitter, Twitter as well. All right. So. All right, man. We'll talk to you next week. Awesome. More at the earspoon.com.